All right, I imagine, I imagine that uh, our good friend will be joining sometime soon. Maybe we, as soon as he joins, we should uh, jump into a conversation that we were not in and make it seem like uh, he's, yes. he's missing it. What conversation? Should there be a specific topic just so I know a cue? I'm going to just hit Wikipedia random uh, and then we'll see where that goes. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, when does this video need to be filmed that we're discussing? Uh, we'll, we'll see. I don't even know if I need, want to talk about it. Like, okay. I don't want to touch the subject. Idea. <laughs> what is this stupid American drama film, See You in Valhalla? See You in Valhalla? That Valhalla uh, is a Norse thing. Yeah, I know. Just so you know, for when you're doing the audio, I am painting during this. So if you hear scratching, it's me painting on my face. I've tried to have it as far away from the mic. The, well, the the thing that's most useful is when you the voice is close to the mic, but like relative to everything else, it has a like the ratio of how close the voice is versus how loud the background is. Like mm. you could have a place with a lot of background noise theoretically if you were really close to the mic. You get a nicer timbre of your voice then. Nice and crisp. I should, uh, <laughs> at some point, I need to get Mix on this. And um, you haven't met him. Mix is a character and a half. And mm -hmm. he's Bulgarian. <laughs> but he's like... <laughs> yeah, I should... Uh, and he enjoys the happy herb... Uh, <laughs> I, oh good. I collect the I collect the ashes uh, of or the byproduct of the packs. <laughs> I just for some reason I felt like somebody had said that it's a good thing to do it, and I have like a sem a, a half size mason jar that's filled halfway so far, and mm -hmm. this has been like three months. And I you know I got, I passed by his place right before I left Amsterdam um, a couple of weeks ago and. He sh I showed I was smoking the packs and uh, he just he was emptying his packs and he takes a Ziploc bag but it's like you know the the maxi size Ziploc bags mm -hmm. and it's like full to the brim. <laughs> <laughs> so he really <laughs> he really likes to participate. <laughs> oh man, yeah, but he's uh he was telling me some really great stories how. And now that he's doing photography, he's got a particular style that is the first time he's noticed women being sexually attracted to him just by having seen his his work. Hmm. That is interesting. Like, just, yeah, exactly. You have a certain style, a portfolio, and people are attracted to you based on how you see things. I mean, people are usually more attractive when you see them confident in the element that they excel in, so... Yeah, but I think it's even more than that. It's it's the way of looking at things. He's got a style that's like 
it's kind of dark and street and grungy, but it doesn't try too hard either. It's like it's it's the right amount of trying. Mm. Ah, but he's he's got one of the funniest laughs. One of the reasons I want to get these people on these podcasts is just to to bottle up their laughter. You know what you laughter guys don't realize is, is that laughter is a huge really thing. what I'm doing is it's like um duncan trussell or i think it's like duncan trussell where what we're doing is i'm just saving good sound bites oh, yeah. from people so that we could just animate a show based on like if someone said took all the podcasts that we've done and just like spliced it down into usable sound bites mm-hmm. and then you could essentially cut it as a we could create it you too sarah yes okay wait we'll do it again three two one yeah, right, that'll be close enough, you know? Yeah. Sorry, what were you guys saying? It's like the the, the, the clap thing is so important. I've had, I've really struggled looking for how... Because you don't hear the other side at all. And it's also... Our conversations aren't in perfect sync because we're talking over Discord. You know, we're not talking in real life. Anyhow, so the clap is uh, hopefully going to be very, very useful. Mm-hmm. We're talking about how we can use the podcast as a way of essentially creating a, a bank of sound bites to just to be able to like create animated shows with the dialogue of what we say on the podcast. One hundred percent. If that's not already in the making, you know. Who's gonna you draw know, it? I um, I was reading a book about trees, and um, at uh, at some point there was a character who was described as a, a swarthier cousin. Oh, they use the word? And yes, he was a swarthier cousin. Beautiful. And it was in reference to a kind of tree. <laughs> <laughs> that was a satisfying use of the word swarthy. It's a very good word. I like the word. What's up, Sarah? Not much. I'm painting right now. So, I'm very... That's great. It's, it's, it's a very precise moment. <laughs> That's so. great. Are you using watercolors? Yeah. Beautiful. I actually think it's technically one watercolor. You don't use watercolors, technically. There are multiple colors. But it's, it's a technique more than it's the colors. <laughs> It's Those the are the rules. The That's arts. just what it is. <laughs> I know because I'm a an name artist. For a reason. I did a fellowship at in Ohio and Arkansas. You know, <laughs> the thing is, I could legitimately play the character, and you couldn't say shit. It's like, well, yeah, he did publish a book, <laughs> so I could just pretend to be this thing that people expect you to be. Like I. uh I photograph the souls of right of our best friends. I look into their eyes and I find I find God. <laughs> Sarah, are you aware? Oh my god. Are you just like dripping of like ugh. <laughs> just disgust. I need the turtleneck 100%. <laughs> What's that Pokemon? Marmok? The, the tiniest like and just... thinnest mustache. Oh, my oh God. God yeah. 
there are, Sarah, are you aware of, of my uh, activism days last year? Last year? Like no. the videos? No. Oh, I need to send you about it. <laughs> Anyways, it's just me protesting. Oh, boy. On, in the streets. <laughs> um, By yourself? No, he's it's not. Se- he's not selling it. Uh, I'm not selling. I'm not classic. selling it. He's not it, selling it, right? Go, <laughs> go, go ahead. Describe it, and then I'll tell you what I was thinking about. I, I mean, the thing is, it's it's difficult for him to describe it in the way that presents how ridiculous it is because it's him in the story. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like. <laughs> He, just like me, we, we always kind of grew up sort of outsiders, you know, to the, our environment. So I think he had a big craving to be part of some, like, kind of group identity. And, like, I, it, it, Sue is not exactly that politically incensed by the things that are going on. But he was like, I just want to be part of it. <laughs> he just <laughs> truly just wanted to be involved. So he steps into, like, the, the protest on a bicycle. It's a bicycle protest. So they're just cycling through D.C. And so it's kind of quiet. So at some point he goes, to, like, just breaks the silence with, No justice! <laughs> he just yells it at the top of his lungs. And never, everybody responds, ev- Everybody no replies. <laughs> And he continues. Power trip. <laughs> oh, God. So there's a whole video of him yelling and yelling and people responding to him on the bicycles. <laughs> I love that. It was tr- It was truly liberating. Oh, I bet and- it was. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, th- my point is, I was thinking about this yesterday, where if we just use those two videos and uh, I can make a short video about how cool I am and how... Uh, of how much of an activist I am, you know, just to have an interview, you know, just like walk oh, and dude, like say, I have pictures of you. <laughs> I have pictures of you holding a Palestinian flag in Italy. There you go. The act- there the, you go. The I am the activist, like from years ago. I have pictures of you planking, man. We could say it was a hunger strike. Greta Thunberg, who? Oh. <laughs> exactly, because Sohaib at least is like he is dark-skinned and ethnically ambiguous. He's perfect for the media. Exactly right. <laughs> You'll be like the first Palestinian, the first Jordanian, the first Filipino, the first mixed breed, and like all the first, first, first to do something. You know, for right. everything you do, you're that. <laughs> you check too many boxes, if anything, for diversity. Exactly. I am 100% diversity. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the thing is, these are things you can run on, you know, like you have the credentials, you know, you could also say like, you know, I worked for the Qatar government, well, I, this... uh, I spent all, uh, my formative years in Washington, D.C., keeping my close ear to the ground <laughs> to feel what the political pulse is, as we say in Arabic, the gist the mabat. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's just, it, it, it's, the material is there. It's just that, you know, it's, it's, it's all real life. It's like... I could put this on LinkedIn and people can say, wow, can retweet it and say, wow, Sohaib is such a great moral leader. I want to be just My like idol. Man, dude. And I have no, have no connection Ustaz to Sohaib this. thing. <laughs> yeah, right. The whole Ustaz Sohaib, like where he became a viral internet sensation because the students loved him. And so everyone like, it was kind of like a Mr. Rogers type of love that everybody had for him. And so it's like, <laughs> that's in there as well. <laughs> It's like it's you could. It's room. honestly like if he ran for office now, we have plenty of ammunition to create like a compelling exactly, image exactly. of who this person is. I don't want to run for office. It's I just want to be a sisters. social influencer. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just want to promote That's products all. for uh, free on Instagram. That's all I want. Not for free. I want to be paid. No, no, sorry. I want to be a paid. corporate slave. Please. Well, it would be really funny if there is no real structure or consistency to who it is that he's like plugging. It's just like it seems that the motivation is being involved, <laughs> whether no matter what that means to be involved with. Yeah, right. Incredible. And so it's actually like it's a it's a it turns into this like story of a guy who feels like he wants to find peace with everybody and doesn't want to take sides, you know, find the human beings. So he goes to like KKK rallies, you know, <laughs> and has picnics with them. That's actually pretty cool. It's like the humans too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Freedom of speech, they're humans too. They have Would feelings. you like the Brie or the Gouda? Oh man. Oh, man. This, this, this Brie's actually rose infused. My God. <laughs> because he's also got like this waiter experience so he knows how to talk to people in a way that's just like extremely unconfrontational and very accommodating like i feel you man like yeah our day uh, yeah right <laughs> <laughs> like imagine sue could you just speak to us for like next couple of minutes as if we are customers and you are just you are working at your restaurant i just want to hear like what that <laughs> means for how you choose to speak <laughs> I want to see this like, this, you know, this personality, just, making... this character. <laughs> yeah, so we're making small talk, you know. Like, uh, so what do you what do you what do you recommend on the menu? Like, what's a what's a good thing for a guy on a date? You know, a guy looking to uh, need sp- get some energy for the rest of the night. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, man. I do I I do definitely recommend the uh, the crepes with uh, caviar. Uh, with uh, it's filled with saffron. It's a saffron crepe with filled with fresh cream. Uh, it's a sour cream French. Okay, wait, I'm bombing this. Once again. I feel Hi, like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Once again. No, let me do this again. <laughs> let me do this again. Hey guys, how's it going? He, like he like, takes two steps back, <laughs> comes right in, like refreshes himself. <laughs> Sometimes I do that. Wait, I was like, uh, let me start again. <laughs> I didn't. And they're like, he's so charming. My name oh is Suhai. I'll be your server for tonight. Let me know if you need anything. I'll be right back to get your drink order. And then I come back. <laughs> so, guys, what'd you guys decide on? And then what do you think? Ah, like, you're looking for you a wine recommendation? Like, do you judge them? Oh, who? Them? I like, do judge them. You just say, I'll be your server tonight. And so you must judge them to some extent. Like, because you see a lot of people, you must have, like, categories that you put what? them in based on, like... You know, you, you begin to see human beings as different things. Like, these are loud human beings. These are human beings that sit for a long time. 100%. These are human beings with good money. <laughs> 100%, man. 100%. There are many categories. It's like it's like uh, the couple who's here just to have a good time but not really spend a lot of money. So they're just looking for, you know, just like the basic. There's also people who are like the uh, two males, possibly. Either, it doesn't matter, yeah, what, what color you have, but like two males who are trying to show their ego off so they don't care about the price of anything and they just want, give me the most expensive thing. Or like these, uh, like uh, six Latino couples in their mid-30s and because of the, the whole social distancing thing, they, they're in two separate tables and by natural, you know, movement, they venture off. Women go to one table and men go to the other. And and the the men are not spending money. They do not want to spend money, but they're socially obliged to invite each other for a round. So that's what they do, and that's it. 
<laughs> social <laughs> obligation of being social. <laughs> One of them is like, I'll, uh, I'm, go- I'm gonna pay for my drinks and my drinks only, man. Just like, don't, you know, like, don't fool around. Don't charge me for anything else. I'm like, okay. Uh, what else? Is oh, that the what he old- said to you? Yes, yeah, that's what he said. Don't. Like, he did- <laughs> Uh, this is a good group. Twenty. It's it's a it's a flock of uh, college women, usually in their junior junior year, because they're twenty one. A flock. Uh, they they usually come in a groups of ten plus. So between uh, ten to an average of fifteen. The median is seventeen, and uh, they come and they order sangria, and bravas and empanadas and croquettes. They take photos for about 35 minutes. They go to the bathroom. They come back. They drink. And then they want to split the bill um, over 20, whatever, 17 people. And and then they leave. And they leave a tip of around 8%. And that's it. That sounds There's so many categories, high. my friend. There's so many, there are so many categories that I can go into. So, <laughs> okay, so have you considered like when you get these alpha types to to prod them, you know, really because you know, like Leslie's dad always like when he would when they would have guests over and like he'd be making a couple different food options, and you know, you'd have a classic Spanish male walk in and Leslie's dad would ask him, uh, would you like the this sauce or that sauce so what's the difference well this is the one for men and this is the one for the women oh wow without (laughs) fail people always go for like oh i'll have the one for the men (laughs) wow no i have not gendered delights in messing with people like this you know like you you have to be of course you're in dc you can't do it like that but there are ways that you can goad someone into suggesting like the man makes this choice (laughs) Usually, men like to eat meat, and women usually, right? This is uh, that women will not. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm offended. No, so that's not right. They they will not ask for when you ask for, <laughs> when you ask if they want bread. If it's an all woman's table, they will all look at each other, uh, wanting to say yes, but they are all hesitant to say yes carbs. because they do not want to show. Don't want the carbs. That, yes, exactly. That they they uh, desire to get fat through the bread they all secretly want the carbs yes so i make the decision for them and i get the bread for them because that's what they want (laughs) they say with their eyes never with their mouth these this is not one one instance this this is you know through many (laughs) this is truth in some sense It's true. <laughs> At least in your in the, in this cultural manifestation of it. Exactly. Well, you're right, man. It's so crazy. <laughs> Any dessert for so tonight? I want you to try something. <laughs> Look, I want you to try a, a, two psychological tricks that I've read about. I, I want I mean, report back to me after you've tried okay. them. You know. Okay, sir. But w- w- one is um, pick like whatever is the most expensive item on the menu or meal on the menu for when you know you have the alpha male flexor and suggest that name of the meal while nodding and looking at him <laughs> so so it's like caviar and imagine me nodding as like right you're gonna have that one right like that's what your body language <laughs> suggests and 
So, so, you, so, so you suggested to I suggest the caviar, like that. Like we just, just cap, just say the name of the meal while nodding, <laughs> and like looking at him, like, and, and another. Okay, that's it. Like it's it's just like saying that this is the right option. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. Play with them because you didn't do anything. And what, what he's gonna say? Oh, the waiter made me made me get the cap. <laughs> And she's like, what are you? And his date was like, what are you, stupid? He just said the name. It's either your you dick is small or your dick is small. Like, you know what I mean? If you, if you like say you no. Get, dude, you get out of this. You get out of this free, clean. You, nobody could touch you. You did nothing, you know? Oh, it's, yeah. either, it's either that they say yes because it's a kind of a challenge for them, right? Because of their ego. Or they say no. And it's like, oh, shit, you're not a man. Because you didn't take it. <laughs> I have a question you, for you, Suhad. Uh, okay, so then option... Oh, sorry. You can go, Rob, go. with your scenario. No, please. No, oh, I've been, I was going to ask, how do you help with the atmosphere when there's a couple obviously not having a good time? Oh, my God. There's a couple. Not my table. But on Valentine's Day, it was Great an question. older couple who did not have a good time whatsoever. <laughs> not like... She was, she was mad at him for some reason. She... He, he was waiting for her for about half an hour. She came in late. And then she, like, I, I took their drink order. And she's like, whatever. I'll just have uh, this one. And then, like, basically, she doesn't want to interact with people. And then and then later on, uh, I just see the woman leaving and fuming. And he's there. And he's sad on Valentine's Day. And it's like, Wow. Uh, there was another one where well, there was wow. a, there was another one where a woman was waiting for about an hour for this man. They sat for about two hours. I think I, did I tell you the story? Uh, they were about two hours in, and they only had two dishes, and it just stayed on the table. The fish was absolutely cold, and she was crying through the whole time, crying, crying, crying. She goes to the bathroom for about thirty-five minutes. He's waiting. He's on his phone. He's kind of watching like. Facebook videos of younger women dancing TikTok, <laughs> <laughs> dancing TikTok dances. <laughs> the detail, <laughs> so unfortunate. <laughs> and he's like, he's like completely comfortable with himself. That's the thing. Like he was very comfortable yeah. with himself, um, being there. And I asked him, like, are you guys done with the food? He's like, uh, no, we'll keep it. And he keeps on. He ordered like another glass of wine for himself, and and then you just have to keep going. You you cannot assume anything. You can't. You can't. You know. I wanted to bring her a cake, yeah. but I, I the situation did not call for it. Whatsoever. A whole cake. No, like a little little dessert. You know, a little flan. Yeah, yeah. But the tension was too much for even for me to present it. <laughs> you see so you know you see so high with the, like the alfred hitchcock vertigo type of shot as he's like considering whether or not he should go and bring the tiramisu to this crying woman exactly the thoughts, you just want to go hug him like, am i presumptuous you know am i being presumptuous like it looks like you're having a bad day am i am i making I mean, him look bad he's just no. trying to be a good guy is he the asshole or is she the yeah, exactly asshole? <laughs> so you just think you're trying to you're, you think you're trying to do a nice thing but it's just like it causes way more problems for the guy <laughs> so, like, so, you see, <laughs> <laughs> 
And then you get roped into it. That's Like, <laughs> look at everybody thinks we're having a horrible time. So bad. I'm happy it's crying like, the whole time. Get involved. <laughs> right? Exactly. The whole time. Because she won't. <laughs> so many stories. Oh, man. <laughs> And maybe she's maybe she's pregnant and she's just like she's extremely like, emotionally happy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Oh, she drank like uh, have, uh, a bottle and a half of wine throughout the whole thing. I doubt she's pregnant then, or at least we would hope that she is. <laughs> what are we gonna maybe say? She's about? trying to fix that. <laughs> oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. I was gonna say there's uh, the second thing I need you to do. Oh yes. Uh, and like, how does it go again um, okay well, yeah you could say I think, it's the, I think it's the same one where you between you have a small beer or a big beer you you just say a big beer huh <laughs> you want a big the exact same what? thing a big beer <laughs> you you just offer it like a big beer, huh? <laughs> like you just so that you put him in a position where he has to say, "No, I, I, I just give me a little, a uh, normal one, <laughs> or a little one." A little beer, please. <laughs> it's just like it's a funny position to put people in without doing anything, you know. <laughs> I will, uh, I will do these and, and get back to you as soon as possible. And then, and then for tipping, I read all sorts of studies that like. There are different things you can do, certain behaviors that that result in better tips, but methodical things. You have to be able to test them in like a scientific process, right? You have to follow the process. <laughs> so you need to eliminate some variables. So in these studies, it was like if you leave a mint or if you leave a mint and say, have a nice day, or if you leave a mint and you remind people to have a nice day, you leave a, one mint at the beginning, then one at the end whatever it's like oh, wow. and there were actual notable increases in like general tip amounts that's how they were doing it but i find when you do it the scientific way you you take because you have to eliminate so many variables you take away a lot of the humanity of it it's like you could test saying a certain sentence you know a certain type of sentence that shows like real kind of gratitude or real humanity to people and you try that one on all these tables and try another line on other ones and see it's like after two weeks of doing it, what happens? It's like, mm. shit, you know, I'm getting more tips from, like, when I put my hands together in the namaste type of thing, you know? <laughs> the way to get 50% tip is to hug them and kiss them on a cheek twice before they leave. On both sides? To make them, yes. make them feel like family, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's make like, like family. Italian family. <laughs> hey, come here, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if if any of us had that that total Adam like yeah, confidence that just that that would embrace the stranger and offer a big warm <laughs> hug that's totally unironic and totally like welcome. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, where can we? Where do we find that type of? How do you become a person like that? Because and how do I sign up? <laughs> Eat a lot of bread. No, but it's, <laughs> okay. Well, that's first the, step. The <laughs> uh, and it's like, and he he gets a premium on the bread. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he knows the bread guy. You know, it's like it goes deep. He's like, don't worry, I got you covered. I'm on the floor. I get them eating the bread. Because there's there's a difference between like white women. warmth that is warmth warm, but and warmth that is creepy or just like undesired. 
And it has a lot to do with your weight, I think. <laughs> or like your size, I think. <laughs> you can't, yeah, you, have, you can't be skinny. I feel like right? fat guys are way more, people accept them, you know, which is funny because it's like, people men are insecure it's like oh shit you know i'm gaining weight people will accept me less when it's actually the opposite exactly like but you there is a transitional phase where you're kind of disgusting (laughs) right where it looks like it's not working (laughs) but then once you pass the transitional phase and it evens out you know when it's like clearly it becomes your your body assumes the identity of being a fat person you know (laughs) then it works there's a benchmark and usually, yeah, man. Like, look at. No, I, I understand. I was gonna say, usually, the older you are, like, the more accepted it is too, and the more warmth and less creepy totally. it is. Yeah. Totally. Like, uh, Sarah, I recall your father having a bit of a, uh, being a rotund man. Yes, he's tall and has a very big beer belly. I used to think he was pregnant when I was younger. To be honest. <laughs> See, but it's that's great. Like, that's the look, that's though. That's great. You know? yeah, he yeah. needs that. Like that's a very important part of the look. It's like yeah. I would, I, I would not say no way. to a hug from him, even though you know, I don't. Know. <laughs> I would not say no. It's a rare. Th- I don't know. The it's man. a rare thing. If anything, I get a side hug once in a while. That's all I got at graduation. <laughs> I don't really. Not a, oh yeah. For some reason, I thought he. I imagined him as a real hugger. Physical touch is not his love language at all. It's the opposite. <laughs> it's saying I like one food, and then him going out getting fifteen of that. Oh wow, fifteen of that food. Yes. Oh, I like this oatmeal. Comes back with like the surplus box of it. That's very odd. That's funny. That's uh, that sounds like my father. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it's you know it's true. I I kind of like that that love languages concept. I think it it offers people a little bit more flexibility as to a wider blanket of interpretation as to how their friends are and who they are because people often feel that they're not being reciprocated exactly they don't really understand that yeah just we all communicate in different ways and it doesn't mean that you don't feel the feelings you know it just means that you don't say them in the same way mm-hmm. which allows for more just give me one second you know, empathy and understanding i'll be back one sec there's no resentment like oh he doesn't love me or she doesn't love me it's like no it's just different ways very different ways how uh yes. i was gonna talk about the weather but that's actually <laughs> an exciting topic for me because the change of temperature is is uplifting my spirits and we're back it's gross here if you're wondering it's just everything melting so the brown ground is all brown and gross beautiful guys are we talking about the weather yeah. Yes. I love, I, has, I love the weather. I, had, I love the weather. I, the weather, the weather, whether or not the weather is is weathering my soul, doesn't matter. It is whether or not. But yes, but whether it will wither or dither, come hither, and slither. The snake said, "What's to bake, my mistaken flake?" And they're the fake shake <laughs> in my belly ache. Frantic. How do you rhyme frantic? Atlantic. Pedantic. Pedantic. How do you write pedantic? 
Romantic. <laughs> What's a romantic film? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna. Uh, every time I. Is it a film? I think with. Every time. That every he podcast, talks. I'm going to be uh, sketching. So, I have a question. Mm-hmm. What if we just changed our names? Just, I mean, legitimately. Uh, I don't mean it in a legally w- legal way, but in terms of. What if you. Wouldn't it be so freeing to conduct yourself, at least digitally, as a different person than your passport? You know? Yeah. That just. Uh, like, all your friends could know it, but. Like, your name is just a different name. Honestly, I yeah, think that'd right. be too much for me to handle. Oh, <laughs> yeah, see, I, 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 she'd end up becoming both people. Yes, and I can barely be the <laughs> person I am right now. <laughs> well, maybe it, it, it goes to show you that who you are is not just limited by the specific circumstances that you were born in, but that there's some character, that, that some personality that exists under that that can manifest itself in many different ways. Well, I mean, I do think I take on like different characters when I'm around like certain people, depending on the people I'm around. You know, censor myself. Yeah, but we're, you know? we're talking about going like undercover level of commitment here. Oh, I bet I could do that. You know? FBI agent commitment, like disguises and shit. So I was thinking I will go by the name Leonard. <laughs> and you, it'll go by, it'll just be Leo, you know? You don't want to go by Nard? That... Uh, uh, Narm? Yeah, the other half of the name. Leonard, instead of Leo, go by Nard. Nard. I, I, I would have gone for Narm before I go for... <laughs> it's just like... It's just like, what if it's... Okay, now it's Leonard. <laughs> Why does it change who you're interacting with, you know? Sorry, my, my name is Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> or was, they call me Leonard in Europe. In Europe. Sue. Geographically. What is your identity? Before I answer that, I think I think Sarah would be an absolutely perfect FBI agent. <laughs> Thank you. Don't, don't I take agree. that high praise. Yeah, I see the compliment, but I uh, I think the FBI is probably not a good place, you know. But I see the value that you are stating, and I agree with the value that you state. <laughs> to answer your question. <laughs> I could be a private detective, have my own agency. There we go. I I think that one fits. I read somewhere that Dancer, if you detective. have, <laughs> she said, "What? Oh my god, you could totally do this!" <laughs> and with your whole background of archaeology, it's just like you could definitely contextualize it that like you have a method. You know, <laughs> you're like digging up bones. Yes, I'll start working on it. The Necro Dancer in <laughs> theaters, summer 2021. Oh my God. Necro Dancer, that sounds like, I don't know, something phallic. <laughs> sounds like a, a, a party name. It's phallic, all right. <laughs> That's very phallic. I read, I read somewhere that uh, people who have... Uh, their their name have like their first letter in their name be the first letter of the alphabet are probably going to be more successful than people who have you know other letters 
So the A's. Reason is, yes. The reason is is because sometimes with with when you're choosing something, you know, you go alphabetically, or like when you're giving out resources or anything, and and therefore people who are at top of the list alphabetically will get it before the people who are under, you know, below. So I would call myself Arjun. It's an Indian name. Arjun. Yeah. I dig it. Hey, um, you guys have headphones on, right? Yeah. Yes. Here, just put this on. And we'll do a 3, 2, 1 when we hit play. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. 3, 2, 1, hit it. So that, you know, when when the specific white car passes by, you know, we'll be able to see it at the same time, like we're looking out the same window. I want to, you know, I'm doing some mixed media here, you know? <laughs> Mixing our two, uh, our two projects. So, so, so what is this uh, video for our listeners, Rob? Please, it's, uh, it's, it's Leonard. <laughs> if we're, so if we're actually <laughs> going to stick to this, we're going to have to stick to this. I'm, I'm totally down to, but we all know that you, it, initially with our names, we, you don't, you struggled, so. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, let, let's say we continue this. This is like episode, what? Third. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, imagine we do 900 episodes where we, where we change the names 300 times so it's like <laughs> no one ever really knows who's talking <laughs> it, it doesn't really matter you know because <laughs> that was the point it was that the names don't actually matter well Leonard let me tell you this as a guy who's called Arjun <laughs> I think that's really as cool as a guy who's called Arjun <laughs> I actually like the name it's a really yeah. cool name and nobody, not a soul in the world, would say that you don't look like an Arjun. Exactly. You no, know, everyone will completely accept that. <laughs> you know, I was talking to Leslie how it's like, you're a, you're a swarthy guy. Like, you can understand how like that is a bit of a curveball in society. Yet, except because of your ambiguity, it's like you can you can pass as anything. It's like you, this guy can go to any country in the world, like anywhere in South America, in Asia, whatever. It's like. He looks like a native of any one of these countries. I, I've told you this story, Rob, and I, I, I'm not sure if I told you this story, Sarah, about how my racial ambiguity saved my life in Mexico. No. Uh, <laughs> should we put on some violin music? <laughs> Why? I don't know what music would be good with this one. Probably just like, well, we can, you know. Okay, we'll keep the video playing. Let's see what we should like alt tab it. Do you, like do you want it to feel Mexican like mariachi? No, it's late yes. night. It's it's late oh. it's late night. Uh, uh, like a basement slower. jazz bar. No, it has to be Mexican. It has to be Mexican vibe, but Oh. Ro- Rob, you probably Well, I have the late night Latin. Yeah, probably there. Okay, okay. Uh, do we all have Spotify? We do we? Okay, man, I'm digging this. Us looking out of the same window together. It's a. Uh, I think it's suddenly like a, it's a really cool way to use this. 
Because then you're looking at the same thing, but it's not trying to stimulate you in any sense other than just to say, look. It's a nice way to time the videos, too. Or like the podcast. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. I sent the playlist link. Did you find the playlist? Mm-hmm. All right, go down like probably about two quarters the way. There's a song called No Te Perdono Mas by Jorge Negro Farias. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you pronounce it that way? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse Back me, Back to you, Clive. Uh, yes. Thank you, Leonard. I'm, I'm still finding the song. It's like when you're watching a football match where it's like they ask a question that they don't want to answer. They just ignore it and go move on to the next thing. That's like the official protocol <laughs> for the commentators. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Don't you hear it all the time when you're watching football? Yeah. You hold your ear just for like, like three seconds and then you go. Exactly. Like you have important information that needs to be transmitted now. No te, no te, no, perdono mas. <laughs> okay, Sarah, have that's you pretty good. Located it. Mm-hmm. Okay, three, two, one, hit it, and n no shuffle. Okay. All right, we return. We return to our city view. So I'm, oh, yeah. I'm walking in the streets of Oaxaca. It is early October. The weather is perfect. Perfect fall. Not too cold, not too hot. I walk down my street, and you know, ten minutes in, that's where everybody is. Everybody's partying. Everybody's out in the streets, dancing, drinking. Oaxaca is this beautiful cultural hub of art and music and photography and everything. I go into a, I go into a bar, and this is after me trying to push myself to leave my room. Uh, I'm traveling alone. And I, I just say, okay, just, just go somewhere, walk. And I have my, my film camera with me. And I walk into a bar with, with music. I hear the music from outside. It's a guitar. I go inside. It's a very tight space. The floor is this beautiful like uh, tile with, with this intricate design. Um, there's like all this green that's on the top of the ceiling. Beautiful like plants. And there's like this uh, red and yellow, uh, uh, the, like a portrait of the Virgin Mary kind of just like on the wall. And there are about maybe 15 people listening to this guy playing, playing guitar. And it's not, it's not, you know, serenading. It's, it's more of an active, you know, uh, active music, just uh, more upbeat. I go inside. <clears throat> there are people outside and there are people inside. I take a couple photos and maybe for like two minutes and then I decide to leave and go somewhere else. I walk around the block and pretty much a circle. I walk into a circle, took me five minutes and I, I passed by the same bar that I took photos of. And this guy, he's Mexican or Mexican looking. He's, he's wearing uh, just an undershirt and I don't notice him until he calls my name. And I, I look behind me, and it's him. It's, he's, he's like, hey, hey. And I realize that I'm in, you know, on a side road. So not the main road where everybody is, but a side road where nobody is. And it's late at night. And he starts speaking to me in Spanish. 
and this is the beginning of my you know my Spanish uh, adventure so I do not know much and I understand very little but it seemed like he was really angry and he was confronting me about something that has bothered him and it seems like he was angry because I took a photo of him and he's like why'd you take a photo of me I said I did not take a photo of you. I, di I didn't even say that I said I said no afuera solo adentro no afuera solo adentro and I'm like just showing my camera that like I just didn't take any photos outside I only took inside and I keep telling him that and my, my mouth is starting to dry up my blood pressure is getting up my, my heart I can hear it I don't know what's going to happen and then he asks me one question he's like where are you from and I say and I think to myself and this whole conversation is happening in, in like 10 seconds and I think to myself what do I say do I tell him that I'm from the Middle East so that he thinks that I'm a terrorist do I tell him I'm from Syria Saudi Arabia Palestine Iraq everything all of these are written in, in war and and the stereotype is not the best so or do I tell him that I I know I'm from here I'm Mexican what if he was well I'm not Mexican because I don't speak Spanish and I don't know even the lingo and for some reason for some reason I just say this random country and I say soy de Guatemala and he looks at me what? and I look at him <laughs> and there's this and there's just silence and then suddenly I see his face change from pure anger and frustration to complete happiness and camaraderie and he goes hey hombre what's up how's it going man <laughs> see you coming from Guatemala I'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like what, what? <laughs> and we shake, shake hands and we start hugging and he starts talking to me and he's saying stuff and I have no idea what he's saying and I'm just like happy like oh it's just like what <laughs> okay and then I just like immediately let's like conclude the conversation because anything that comes out of my mouth will say will tell him that i'm not from guatemala so all i tell <laughs> all i tell him is uh uh a la cama i just like i need to go i to the to the bed to the bed <laughs> and i leave and i come back and i continue my night i don't go to bed but i continue my night and, and that's how my racial ambiguity saved my life <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome Man. Oh, man, like his stories would make such good scenes. Like I really want to film this stuff. Yeah, man, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Man, Sue in Mexico, or sorry, no, what was the new name? In Oaxaca. Oh, Arjun. Oh, Arjun in Mexico. <laughs> That's still. <laughs> it's like as far as a white person is concerned, Suhaib and Arjun are, are the, the same, same name. <laughs> Oh man, Sarah could confirm this fact. Yes, please, yes. Sarah, as yes. a representative. <laughs> I can confirm that they're one and the same in my world. <laughs> Foreign. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not American. <laughs> well, I think it's a. Uh, the only thing is that people consider themselves like really righteous about where they draw the line for what they interpret as foreign or not but it's like it's not the same line everywhere you know mm -hmm. in new york foreign is a little bit more flexible but it's still like there are certain names where they're like foreign yeah right <laughs> <laughs> thank you sarah for your input sarah what's your name well 
Oh. Hel- Helga. Hmm. Helga. <laughs> Helga. That sounds like I have a bunch Definitely of moles Helga. on my face. <laughs> no, it sounds like you're like involved with Norse Norse affairs. Okay, I'll be I'll be Helga. No, no, you can choose. Yeah, you can be whatever you want to be. Hmm. I love the silence. I'll be. Man, I'll be. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, I just gonna say I'll be Helga, but Hell for okay. short. Ooh, I love it. I love I love the silence because there's no silence really. You know, it's just like as if we're hanging out. Just you know. Yeah, because you hear the cars and the train. Or I, what is it for you? It's just cars. It's just cars. I like the trains passing by too. Mm. So how is this? How is the city? How did? How would you describe the city? Well, I have to probably make note that this was my first night in the city after spending ten weeks at the beach. Oh wow! So it's a. Uh, it was very jarring to be in this environment, but that's why they Leslie got a nice apartment with a nice view just to try and soften the the hit. The blow. You know? And I was just—it was perfect weather, and I was sitting on the balcony. I just put the camera there, and I felt compelled to to film. Ah, uh, yes. It seems like you're in. It is an offices or downtown something like that you know i definitely want to get more skylines like this i think it's a very interesting angle that's always satisfying to watch for every city you know like there you couldn't name me anything where you see this type of quality for these types of views like you rarely see it very for like a geographical collection that's not like a oh meditative yoga uh, relaxation video ambience yeah. soundscapes where they loop it Something's every it's always every they're always trying minutes. to give you something exactly everyone has intention you know so that's what we're just trying no intention whatsoever here it's just like film it and that's it like the minimum intention yeah the bare minimum Look for the bare minimum. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Ah oh, man. I sometimes wonder if I'll catch some crimes. <laughs> I mean, it's bound to happen. Something. Not necessarily crimes, but a story. I mean, why not necessarily crimes? I mean, it, crimes is is a small percentage of what could happen. But you're you're wondering about crimes, right? Okay. <laughs> well, to be honest, it could be anything. If I, <laughs> God damn it! Imagine I, oh God! Imagine I just caught that scene that you just described. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. Are you like visiting? No, I am. <laughs> I can't believe you can hear that. I am uh, living. So buzzer, okay. buzzer is uh, to crack seeds, <laughs> and living is is to roll. 
Um, but what uh, Arjun is saying is like the bezdar is a Jordanian thing oh, where yeah. you, you you eat these seeds, but they leave a like a a hull, and so you have to put the hull somewhere. <laughs> but it's a thing where like people just have like the bag in their pocket pretty much, and they just do it the whole day. <laughs> And like taxi drivers will have a bag like in the middle console <laughs> and random passengers would like enjoy them with them. They just put their hand in the bag and they leave the shells like in the middle of the console of the car as well. It's like pistachios. And he offers you to have some of them. Yeah, yeah basically. Well, yeah, but they're smaller. They're like small and black. I don't know they're, what they uh, are. They're watermelon. No, they're watermelon, watermelon seeds? seeds. Yeah. But you don't have that here, cause, cause America's like, eh, we hate seeds. Like, let's just engineer them out of the the fruit. No, it's the fear that if you swallow a watermelon seed, then a watermelon's gonna grow in your stomach. That's what I was taught. Well, if if that's the case, then the that's the case for everything, right? Yeah. For every fruit. Well, no, it happened to one guy. Hey. Oh, oh, do, do you know him? No, well was on the news when I was younger and it traumatized me. It was because he swallowed some dirt too so then it actually grew. Oh my god. <laughs> is that... How was... I don't know if... What? And it, Still, wa it wasn't a watermelon. Like, it was like a tree. Okay, could you... <laughs> could we... Is it possible to... I'll to locate the, the story. A different date to corroborate this story. <laughs> it's like the, it's like the know, dolphin story. Remember, we don't <laughs> just because we heard it on TV. <laughs> Remember, let's not forget this. It doesn't make it true. Say it after me. <laughs> say, say it ain't so. I need to make sure that it's I legit. Wait, what's she looking for? The man the who grew guy. a tree in his lung. <laughs> Oh, she's actually. Oh, could you pull pull, pull that up, Helga? <laughs> Sounds like you're having a lot of trouble with the. I am. With your visit. I am. I am. <laughs> I love. I love that. It's such a common thing in Jordan that it is a verb. Oh yeah, <laughs> it right. Is the, the verb form of the noun. Bizir is the noun, and tbezir is the verb. It's such a great word, too. Bizarre. <laughs> Apparently, it's a dirty word, you know, it's a lazy word. <laughs> it's all the connotations. Think of the sound that is bizarre. <laughs> you don't even have to open your mouth. This is an article, one of many that came up when I searched it, of the same story. I remember. But it, that doesn't mean much if, like, the, all these magazines are owned by the same people. They just copy the story onto different platforms. Just let me have a win. <laughs> Just one small thing. Okay. <laughs> Firstly, <laughs> it was in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to question the information. But also, this is when I was like really young that this happened, that they're just publishing about stuff now or like redoing it. I remember seeing this on the news though. It is a core memory of mine. Or In I could case. just think about the time. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm just thinking <laughs> about the time that I was 
forced by my brother and sister to eat seeds and wood chips to see if it would grow in my stomach. That happened. <laughs> That's a fact. We can I mean, that, that was kind of crazy. I was the tough yeah. test subject of my family. Yeah. I mean, you are the youngest. Yes. And therefore, you know, uh, <laughs> do we have any ideas for what interesting stuff we could do with the podcast? Like unusual things that we could try. We can do um, improv in some sense, like uh, each person has a character that they take over on and and through through everything that you have in your in your environment you can also use as foley you know all right so arjun is he's like a model guy now listen i'm i'm not going to be great at everything sorry, yeah but he has like he has limited phallic capacity and but he's great at everything else and he's really self confident but the limited phallic capacity comes out every now and then. Mm. <laughs> okay. I think all we need is limitations, not ideas, you know? Limitations. I'm not going to be doing any stereotypes or anything, but uh, he's probably like an uh, IT support center guy. <laughs> But he's like really good he's at. Probably. He's really good. Like it's just he's really statistically. He's really good at his job. He's trying to pick like the neutral <laughs> option, so he's like most likely job for someone with name Arjun. <laughs> you know? The methodology is totally sound. You know, not passing any judgment. But. But. <laughs> <laughs> some judgment. He's still with the visitor. Man, it's like it, this is the problem. The problem I have is it, where my desk is is r right underneath a vent hole. So it's it's c continuously just bursting air towards this thing. So I have limited control <laughs> over the paper, <laughs> over the leaf, over everything. Is it possible to move your desk a, a couple like inches just for for a minute or two? It seems like it's like the air hits the table and then it just like blows in all directions. So, is it possible to move the table? <laughs> you did not. In this economy, this no. In this economy, let me put it next to the window. Why does it feel like this view still feels sort of obscured? You know? Is it, or is that just me? In what way? Yeah. It just kind of feels like you're within those, like, these few buildings here. You kind of want to be above them if you want to have a really good view. You know, it doesn't feel like the prime view. It feels like there would be better views. I agree. Can't always get what we wish for so this is what we got 
No, you know what I'm saying. I'm just trying to consider for the art of what I'm doing to, well. No, this for me is this is a point of point of view. It's a perspective. It doesn't have to be the view. You know, of course there are beautiful views. I was thinking about that. It doesn't have to be extremely special things. You know, it actually should be some normal things as well. A lot of normal things. I really, I really do find value in the mundane or the mediocre. There's a lot to it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, like we, there's another one like we could put on, but it'll be a little louder. I filmed yesterday. Now nah, we'll keep this one for now. I like the one that I just filmed uh, some surfers. I like the one that you filmed um, at Leslie's parents' house. Oh, yeah, that one was cool. Which one? The I did two of those. The one that you sent me, the of um, the the sunset. Where it goes to nighttime. Yeah. But that yeah, one's kind of one quiet. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but they're cool. Mm-hmm. They're just little windows. Thank you very much. <coughs> Hello, podcast world. Hi, Lassie. Goodbye. Hello, <laughs> goodbye. We should put, like, so the name of the podcast and then put FT dot. And then whatever Leslie's name is. Feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just like that was it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like when you hire Tom Hanks to be in your movie so you could put him on your poster, but you really hired him for like twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. Like or a just a cameo. <laughs> cameo you know? appearance. <laughs> Man, couldn't you t- couldn't you do that? Especially if you put it in the request, is like Tom Hanks. I I want I want to say that you're in my movie. Can you just like, can you just do like a quick cameo thing? That here's the line that you read, but he reads it like he's someone's dad talking on a phone. You know, so it actually fits into the movie. Someone's dad talking on the phone. Oh, is this a, for a specific you know, scene? It's, so it's not like hey well, hey we got Tom Hanks for a cameo. It's like no, he's on the like. Oh. You see him through somebody's phone. Oh, yeah. Completely virtual. Hmm. I went to the Sagrada Familia this morning, and the sunrise wasn't as I hoped, but it felt like it wasn't exactly the point of what I'm doing, you know? Even though it would be a way to raise some viewership to to get some more landmarky type of things in there, you know? Well, what is your... Mm-hmm. is I mean... Uh, one of your goals could be viewership, right? So it's definitely important to have that. Well, I don't know, man. I think... Like, don't I get enough utility out of it? For the effort that I put into it? You know? If we use this often... You know, it's a... What about the... The, the way it makes me travel? The way it makes me go look to experience places and to be there? You know, don't I get a lot out of it? Are you saying that because of that you're not grateful? No. That viewership is not... um, Would not be a metric for me on the success. The only reason I put it on YouTube is I like collecting things. And it feels like a, a very weightless type of way of collecting. You know, and... I, I like sharing them. This is cool that I can put this on and share it. And it's like, it's a video that you put, when you show it to someone, it's not imposing on them in any respect. It doesn't ask for their attention at all. 
it just is there to, to give, you know? I agree. Without politics, you know? Nothing complicated. Have we, um... <laughs> this playlist is getting really, like... <laughs> are, we, are we still listening to the same song? I, ha I'm not... I have seen I'm not listening, listening to it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying okay. this, this, <laughs> this is the music of the soundscape. The me scale. too. Oh my god. It's I helping me focus on my finger painting. <sighs> Man, I was in a very, very hectic song and it was making me feel very uneasy. <laughs> it's stressing you out. <laughs> it's a very stressful song. Hmm. Leslie comes in and brings hummus. <gasps> the food of the gods. That's what I need right now. But it's from this Israeli place, and their hummus always makes your, your teeth feel weird. I don't know why. That doesn't sound but right to me. Some people... No, it's just there's one ingredient. I think they put too much of oil or something that results in that type of texture. Mm. But, you know, cultural differences. I guess so. They do it different. They do it differently. <laughs> Cultures do differ. <laughs> oh, I learned about the Uzbeki metro system. And it is absolutely beautiful. Why? Go for it. Uzbekistan metro. Just put that. How did you fall into looking at that topic? I just met someone who was from Uzbekistan <laughs> and they said, I, I told them, oh, the food must be really good because we, we were talking about like Uzbekistan is one of the most conquered uh, areas in the world historically. So I said, oh, maybe the food is good. She's like, no, uh, uh, it's actually the metro where it's at. Wow. <laughs> what is this? It is, it's like, it's a, it's a marvel. It's beautiful. Well, you know what it is? It's just somebody said, hey, look, if we're going to put the amount of money that we need to build a metro, why don't we double down and make it beautiful? <laughs> you know, that's what people don't really think about. Like, it doesn't... It, it'll pay for itself in a lot of ways. You know? Yeah. It doesn't... It's not just function. Make it's it. aesthetic. Like, if you rent... Let's say you buy a house that you want to sublet to people. You could get a certain amount of rent for for the place or you say you know what you really invest in it to make it the hippest coolest most creative type of place that you could get in a city that no apartment has that's just like so beautifully decked out guaranteed you could rent it for double you know why don't people go that extra mile it doesn't actually make sense to me i thought i stopped myself from thinking these thoughts because i figure oh i guess if people don't do it then it's not really supposed to be done that way but it's not true, man. Nobody just, nobody takes risks. Like, but these are really valuable things that you could do and would probably be very, man, I don't know where I'm going with this. I mean, the, this, this is, is an like example. This is cool. Yeah, it's an example of that. Exactly. 
I kind of like um, how all these countries have real dick waving contest. You know, the weird thought I get as a person from a second world country. Mm -hmm. You have this image that these all these stands are poor countries. And then you go and you say, oh, they have money? <laughs> That's also part of it. Right. Like, That's the statement. People pay taxes too there. <laughs> like they have jobs. KPMG is there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> A good standard <laughs> for, for cultural understanding. <laughs> they have KPMGs there. Whatever that is. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I have never stepped into an office building. In any professional function. Oh. I don't think I've ever seen cubicles. They don't really oh, exist. The, in the traditional in the movies. sense? Or, yeah. <laughs> now it's open open office. Mhm. Mm no, I, for sure you have some still. 100%. Oh man, that was tedious. I don't know. My hands are dry. I guess we need to go to Uzbekistan for an hour on Earth, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm and just stay in the metro station. At least for an hour. But you see that, like, any country you go to, suddenly, like, you have so much you need to capture. <laughs> so much! I really think this could... <laughs> I, I believe it has the potential to become an audience and I'd be very glad for it to do so because it's it, it has nothing of me artistically in it other than like my framing but that's like no one's gonna apologize for imposing their framing upon the image you know it's just I mean you have doubled your subscriber count in only a few days I know I'm glad you noticed I've been working hard on my marketing I was one of those <laughs> subscribers <laughs> I contributed. Well, <laughs> I actually don't know who number five is. An actual subscriber, not one of your friends. It could be one of my friends, but it doesn't tell me. Who cares about friends? It just tells me you, Helga, because it says that Helga is the only one that allows their people that she subscribes to, to know that she subscribes to them. Mm -hmm. Helga. Hell. Helga's like, I want to show my support. And I want every you single to time know. I subscribe, every single time I subscribe to a channel, I text the people personally. <laughs> no, if only. And she like goes out of her way to find their phone numbers, <laughs> their private <laughs> numbers. That's, that's, she gets them all the time. That's just because she's a She's a good subscriber. She's a PI. She's a PI. I want them to notice me. She's a me. PI. I'm different. 
I'm different than the other subscribers. Okay, come on. So here's this here's the idea. Helga, the PI, who uses her PI skills to further her own personal life's goals. <laughs> yes. hundred <laughs> percent. Come on, wouldn't that be really fun? I'll be the best and then I have a blog too, so I just gossip about everything. But have code names for everyone, obviously. Hundred percent. Like Leonard and Arjun. Technically nothing's confidential. So my name is spelt Arjun, but it's pronounced Arjun. <laughs> Just confuse the people more. <laughs> Just like, where are you from, man? Like, why not? Why not just come up like why do you if you if you know it's gonna be a single serving story, why do you have to tell them the truth? Why do you owe them the truth? It doesn't matter to both of you. Like give them a story that they'll remember. <laughs> why does it matter if it's true? We live in a fiction. I do this sometimes when I, when I write taxis. Like, like, you write I just sorry, sorry, Sarah. Like I just say stories like, Oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Uzbekistan. Stuff like that. Oh, I heard you wrong. I thought you said you lie when you do your taxes. And I was like, that doesn't sound like the right time oh, to taxis. do that. <laughs> 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 <Did it? laughs> uh, maybe. But no, I'll just like, start an actual blog with ma all made up stories. So it seems real. So you go from and add some details being a yeah. PI to being a writer. Mm -hmm. Well, the most of those like, PI movies that I'm thinking about, they're all like narratives from just people writing in their diaries. You could legitimately, <laughs> you live in a country where all you need to do is go get a license and suddenly you're a private investigator. <laughs> like, it's a job. It's a real job. It's like, oh, you don't need a university education for this. No. I just need to better my tech skills, because that's what's lacking. Ah, you're an old-fashioned PI. You know, you're an archaeologist. Use a typewriter <laughs> and everything. You write things down in, uh, in your notepad. Mm-hmm. And you, you kind of promise people that you get the... They get the old-fashioned treatment. I bet I were. So maybe you're like, yeah. you're a PI for, uh, for the elderly who want to know what their grandchildren are up to. My signature <laughs> is a nice fedora hat. That's how you know it's me. Yes. I do have one. Come if on, you, like. uh, you, you <laughs> get spotted uh, around Shady Oaks, mm -hmm. the, you know, the, the retirement home, and you're there wearing, like, uh, an arrangement of tan clothing with a fedora and a cigar and the cigar <laughs> and uh, you are talking to these elderly people and you are going to go see what their grandchildren are up to and report back <laughs> and in the process they try to set me up with all their grandchildren but a nice woman like you all alone in the world that's a great detail that's just how I roll. I go where the wind takes me. I'm a nomad of the world. Mm -hmm. I'm, 
I'm an activist for everybody and everyone and everything. <laughs> Give me a cause and I'll fight for it. <laughs> I am Earth. I am morality. I mean, these are all a bunch of good lines. Who do we, uh, who do we cast as you, Helga? As me? I thought I was playing myself. Yes, like this. I'm really confused no, we, now. This we is have too to, metal. We, we have to hire actors. Right. We definitely have to hire actors for this, in, these, in these movies for ourselves, right? So that we can watch them and direct them. Wouldn't it be more fun to, like, <laughs> have someone try and, like, be you? Yes. Have I thought about this a lot? Kind of. But I still don't know who would play me. <laughs> I used to think Jennifer but Lawrence. I've narrowed it down. But Jennifer Lawrence? She's got that masculine wit to her. Uh, um, I don't know. Yeah, but she's... She doesn't have that same look in her eye. I know, she does not look like me. What's masculine wit? I don't know. She just doesn't. No, it's not. It's not about if you look like each other. It's more about the way the eyes are looking out to the world. What do mine look like? Just full on terror. Like, no. You have Aubrey Pro Aubrey Plaza, but she's like a little bit way like way too sarcastic. Mm. Oh no, I'll take Aubrey Plaza. She's got that mm. dark like death thing going on. As do I. Like, if you made her a little bit less dark and deaf, but that's kind of who her character actually is. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. There you go. Perfect. But you want someone who'd, like, really try to embody you. Hmm. I don't know if I would go for with uh, Jonah Hill or with someone else for you, Rob. Uh, there's the guy from Pineapple Express. Don't Seth Rogen. <laughs> You're like, no! No! <laughs> I refuse, I refuse. Insulted. Hmm. I don't know, Leonard. Maybe Leonard himself. I think... I honestly think Jonah Hill would be great. I would like to be... There are two actually in mind. Who's who's Seth Rogen's uh, friend? The guy from uh, the disaster James Franco. Artist. James Franco. Yeah, either James Franco or uh, Gael Franco. Garcia Bernal. <laughs> Not Dave Franco. <laughs> no, <laughs> he wants Gael Garcia Bernal, but he's gonna have to settle for Michael Pena. <laughs> <laughs> who's Michael? What? <laughs> Bring in the understudy oh of the other God. understudy. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this a funny joke? I don't understand it. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it is funny because it's like people have this projection that they see themselves as a, as a unicorn. When really we're all just donkeys. Asses, yeah. And who are I'm not sure, who are you referring to? 
<laughs> I'm not referring to anyone. Don't don't look too deep into it. It's a story. No, no, no. Like. Please look de- look deep into it. It's something we've so been wanting to say who, for a while. Who is Michael Pena in relationship to Guy Garcia Bernal? <laughs> Silence. Would you watch a r- raunchy Mexican teenage sex comedy with Michael Pena as the lead? No, no. Like, would you? I don't think so. Do you think there are many 16-year-old girls with posters of Michael Pena? No. <laughs> okay, so you can understand why it's desirable to be Gael Garcia Bernal <laughs> now, no? Okay. <laughs> oh, you know that guy who's the Hulk? Ooh, yeah. Mark Ruffalo? Yep, I like him. I think it'd be good because, not because of this. This, uh, what else did he do? He's my favorite Avenger. He did thirteen going on thirty. He just did a short movie yeah. where he or short series where he won the Golden Globe for. Um, where he played twins. He was in Foxcatcher. We have a fan here. Yeah, just a small one. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. Mark the Gruffalo. I don't know how. Yeah, how would you describe this? His his personality on on the screen. He is a person that does a lot of protesting. <laughs> and therefore. All right. How about? Therefore, perfect. Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman for so hype. Sorry for uh, Arjun. Arjun. Oh. <laughs> no, no, even better. Aziz Ansari. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I did not know in that apartment what I was doing. I'm embarrassed by it, but I was not aware. <laughs> Man, Aziz Ansari would be uh, really funny. Aziz but you know who uh, who would actually be able to do it pretty well, though? I think, like, all kidding aside, even though there's an age difference, Russell Peters. Oh, <laughs> my God, man. I feel like Russell Peters is, like, one-dimensional in that he's he's all about race. That's just, just you know what I mean? It's all about race. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's that's how he'll interpret your story. You yeah, know? basically. <laughs> Who's Russell Peters? Sorry. He's a he's a comedian. Oh. Famous for using the word punani. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much the long and short of it, you know. <laughs> Luis Guzman. He's in a new film too, and it's, he's like he's not in a very, you know, it's not very honorable. Like this guy gets jobs, you know. <laughs> like these people are hiring, and they want Luis Guzman. <laughs> and like he goes home, you know, he has his like his movie posters up on his wall, and he's like, "It's a good day to be Luis Guzman." <laughs> He's in a lot of things, man. 
He's in high demand. You know, if you have five hundred dollars, you have a day with Luis Guzman. If you have five hundred dollars, he'll act in your movie from Fiverr. It's perfect. Exactly. <laughs> Why not, dude? If if it was actually five hundred bucks, honestly, everybody would hire him. Everybody and 500. he would be busy all the time. And he would be making like twenty grand a month, <laughs> so it's like, well, maybe not that much, but you know, you know what I'm saying. It's like anybody would do it, and he would be working with different people every day. <laughs> like it would be a fun way to live. Just say my rate five hundred bucks, and that's it. Why do people have to be super rich? You know, why can't you just be like really rich? <laughs> <laughs> just a little rich. Just rich. Just a little bit. No. <laughs> No, it's like, why do you have to be like super, you know, super rich? Just, just be really, really rich. Like, just. Why can't you be that? You know. It's like it's a a call for modesty. You know. Just two houses instead of four. Be modest. You know, Pablo Escobar had a gold toilet installed in all thousand plus of his fincas. See, that's just classy, though. He wanted continuity. I respect that. I know. A man who respects his poopy time. (laughs) (laughs) This is an important right. It is. He would wake up every day at three in the afternoon, and he would be smoking weed, and everybody who knew him said he was the most charming and friendly guy they knew. Like a real people's person, you know? Life at the party, every party he was at. But at 14, he already had no problem murdering people and stealing their cars. So he picked up a reputation really early on as being a supreme badass that nobody wanted to fuck with. Because he would, he eventually, by the time he was like 17, 18, he'd already set up a network where people needed to respect him. It's like kids just started on the street with nothing. Like it's from nowhere. Medellin. Urban legend. If we're looking down to the middle of the frame, if are you still watching the view? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it is that is it a tunnel? It's kind of dark. You know what I'm saying? Like, not exactly the middle of the frame, a little to the left of it, where the road leads. Possibly. I think it's a bridge. It's a bridge. Maybe it's a lake. No, I mean, no, I think it's a the river. You saw that view, oh. so I don't, I don't know. It's definitely there is a river there. Yeah, you know that. yeah. It's then it's probably, probably uh, that. Either a river. It's water. I see a Ferris wheel. That's cool. <laughs> this is water. You're wasting water. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm sitting in front of my window and. There's a parkway. Thinking about life. There's a parkway where you have to, where you can park your car, but because this is a gentrified uh, land in front of me, they've gated everything, and they come in with their humongous cars. And the only way to go into the garage is for you to open the gate, turn a little bit, and then back up, and then turn a little bit, and then back up again, and then turn a little bit into inside for you to park your car. 
Like imagine, <laughs> imagine, that, people, man. imagine that for the rest of your life. Like, and they purchased this house. You know, you know, you know it. They have dog. They have a dog. You know, sometimes they have two children. You know, really young, up and coming. You know, really excited for this up and coming area, and that's the way. Up and coming families. You know, every day he comes back from work and he has to put it in, in you know drive and then put it in reverse and then put it in drive. Dude, can you film this with your camera? Just like make the compilation of this while you still have this apartment? Oh man, what a great idea. <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> It'd be so funny, man. <laughs> It'd be real meme potential at least, you know. I don't think of that way about so Americans. Crazy. I mean, I'm I'm open to taking sort of like guest contributions to our on earth. But like I was talking to Leslie about this. Is like I, I am happy for people to do it if it's done nicely and carefully. But it's like uh, what I'm trying to do about this. I'm kind of debating. One side of me tells me I like to have a project where this is one of the few projects in my life that's just one of my projects, nobody else's project. So it's like one where you could really exercise your own vision over something. But of course, you know, if you get footage of a guy trying to park for a long time, it'd be some fun uh, material. The highlights of our on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that goes viral. <laughs> if you talk about viewership, this is the video. Um, you know, like, I have this right in front of the house. We have all the people walking in two dimensions in front of my face. You know, left and right. No, they're going east and west. And they're just human goings, people walking in straight lines. And then you have the playground right right under my balcony. And it's, I'm exactly in the center. <coughs> so the view is centered. And inside the playground, all the movement is totally erratic. And it's just like there is childhood and there is adult life. And it shows that there really wasn't a transition. It's just like these are the two worlds that exist. Maybe there's some teenagers having some drinks in the corner just to fill that little transitional phase. And it makes me think like I wish I would love to point the camera down at the at the playground just for interest of watching how they move. But I understand that that's just one of those things that like you can't really do. You can't film children. That's not right. Exactly. Listen, <laughs> so I don't do it right. Otherwise, I would. I would love to just for for the metaphor of what I'm watching. Like I, if I was a couple balconies, couple floors higher, I would be okay doing it because it'd be further away be much more anonymous like you it would just look like people on the ground you wouldn't recognize anything but you know this is the you world you gotta do what you gotta do this is the world that we live that in is exactly this it. is the world that we live in that's like you know <laughs> you can put that line in, every, in anything now How far are we in our ambience? Oh, we're, uh, we're nearing the hour mark. Yeah, we're pretty far into it. It's <laughs> like what we did the... Isn't it kind of calming that you know that it's not going anywhere? What is? You know, I'm, I'm always really bothered with videos that are like really good videos, but the good moments only last for very short moments. And then so they, like the editor cuts it or does something because it has to keep your attention. 
Like, I love how these videos, they don't try to keep your attention in any way. But still, somehow, you find yourself looking at it in a way that soothes the soul a little bit. Puts you somewhere. Hmm. I gotta keep doing it. You know, you know there's a... Um, what were you gonna say? Nothing, nothing. There was nothing there, important. There's a whole town in the middle of Australia in the desert that is underground. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. You know, it's like uh, 1,500, I think, people. It's a whole community. Oh, man. And it's all like... Oh, my God. Underground. <laughs> Dude, this is like... I need... Okay, that's why I do need an audience for this, because there are so many cool things that I just need to put the camera down in, you know? Yeah, and right. Imagine, like... This is the laziest way to get money. Collections. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, but people will people will call people like, countries will call and say please you come join us like if you have the audience if you've got a couple million subscribers doing this type of stuff because once you have a collection big enough it'll warrant that people will think this is a cool thing to this is cool you know true 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 and then you can travel anywhere and all you have to do is just like find a beautiful spot or an interesting spot that you like and just park the camera and do nothing <laughs> No, no clients be like, oh, is it, does this hit our talking points the way we want it to hit our points <laughs> toward our marketing key objective perennials of the, of the jet? Oh, God damn it. Yeah. I can't even keep it up for more than five seconds. Because it hurts me. This, this real world face that people need to put on. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm determined to continue doing things that make it clear that you don't have to live in the real world if you don't want to. What's the closest feeling you've had to flying? Um, I ziplined on the longest zipline in South America. That's true. So cool. there's there's that, the one that Zac Efron went on his uh, show, <laughs> but it was like <laughs> he was really really annoying as a host. Oh God. yeah. Uh, it was terrible. I uh, in that same experience. They had this Tarzan swing, which Leslie went on first, because she does, you know? And what she didn't realize is, like, you step off the ledge, and but you think that the rope is taut. So you think the rope's going to carry you, but actually you need to drop, like, 10 feet first before the rope sort of tenses and then swings you around. You, you were never actually in danger of falling because of the way the rope is tied to you. But Leslie didn't know, so she steps off and drops without any idea that she was going to drop. <laughs> and so her body, you, like, she, this scream came out of her, which was the most honest scream you could possibly hear out of someone. Someone who did not expect to suddenly be dropping from like what feels like a cliff. Oh my god, man. <laughs> I do not wish that on, upon anybody, you know? No. And, if I can ever go bungee jumping. And then uh, two seconds later, you see her swinging up going, Oh, yeah. But that, because that's Lessie, you know? <laughs> oh, yes, of course. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she's like, she organized today. Like, yesterday she said to her friends that she met on this diving thing, Hey, we should do a diving thing in the Maldives. And now before we know it, there's like 12 people in the group who are like doing it and they're scheduling it in May they've already arranged the boat they're talking they have discounts oh yeah she was telling <laughs> me that this morning <laughs> they're trying to pick it's just crazy awesome 
And she does the, sh the way she manages stuff. It's like people in a group chat with her do not seem to realize who they're, who they're dealing with. <laughs> It's like this woman makes things happen. You know, it's not like the 99.99% of other human beings who just talk. <laughs> like we were there for her 30th birthday party. It was one of the coolest things. You know, we just rented a nice house at the lake on a, on a lakefront in Miami because it was kind of a central location. Sue and, and Tara came and people from... Mexico and Guatemala and Amsterdam and New York we all came around just to to be there and nobody knew each other and it was a great couple days of fun and enjoying each other's company and making new friends and a lot of the friendships sort of sprouted into real good friendships beautiful mm -hmm. it happened you know it was there. I can't wait till I can go on those again. Do you feel the breeze? Yeah, you Aren't should. you going <gasps> on oh. in a couple... Yeah. Oh, we canceled that. Hey, the video uh, finished for you, didn't it? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so go to the channel, just choose one. Just go to the channel, hit videos from so you can see all 16 and choose one and we'll watch it. I'm just gonna do the next one. Dusk, Costa Rica, Bravo. Costa Brava. Dusk, Costa Brava, Spain. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of one of those things where it's like, well, play it from the same moment. <laughs> you can't even hear that the same moment, though. You gotta yeah, trust well, the process. I mean, it's not that important. It's like that Nathan for you, a smokers allowed show. It's like we have the highlight <laughs> where oh, oh the motorcycle comes around the bend <laughs> around the ninth minute. <laughs> I mean, you, this is like slow TV, you know. St the stimulation level is way more manageable. Man, this is a. They have a really nice view here, but the the house that they bought has a nicer view than this. We could do some breath work. <laughs> Slowly. Breathe in. Do you guys still exist? Yes. I was breathing in. Okay. Just <laughs> I was wondering, like, am I, am I doing this and there's nobody here? No. I was going to exhale all my tension from the week through a scream, but I didn't think that would be um, good for right now. Just do it straight into the mic, and then when we listen to the actual podcast <laughs> thing, it's just going to be like this distorted sound of breath <laughs> from three different microphones. Yes. Just a little jump scare to see if the people so are still listening. I wonder if we can... Because um, another way to deliver the podcast would be to just put it on YouTube with the videos that we 
were watching while we were talking as just the thing that we're looking at while you hear the voices. Ooh, I kind of like that idea. But then we'll lose the bird sounds, unless you put the bird sound, keep the bird sounds in, or the authentic noises in. Two, se two separate channels, I own the content. Oh, that is true. Yeah. And like in some previous episodes, we already had rainforest sounds. So what's the difference, you know? <laughs> Valid point. In fact, I was thinking, like, here is actually a nice and convenient collection of ambiences that we can choose from to for the podcast. Mm -hmm. Did you see that motorbike? Yeah. That was... Uh, that was cool. I really enjoy the sound of the birds. Mm -hmm. Reminds me of Bermuda. Does it now? Mm -hmm. It is a nice idea, isn't it? To put it with just the ambience. Yeah. Interesting. Except that's like, it's making the podcast more attractive to, to consume, which, <laughs> I which don't know yeah. if that's still what we're after. <laughs> like I, I do have a friend who says that he's listened to all the episodes and he's very entertained by it. <laughs> so it's like, we could be insecure for whatever reason, but it seems as though it's possible that other people derive value from it. Like Yannick said that he's been like really enjoying listening to them. <laughs> uh, it's like you're not as lonely. Just, you're just listening to your friends have a conversation. You're just not engaging with it. That's exactly it for our friends. It's just it's it's a feeling of home, you know. Yeah. You're just a couple of your buddies sitting there having a conversation, like you're just sitting on the couch next to them. You know, because other podcasts are, people are sitting there and they're like, they're trying to push the plot along. You know, we need to talk. It needs to be important. And for us, it seems as though our regard to time is very uh, fluid. We're not trying to fill the, the same, make this time be important. Mm -hmm. Right? You said beers are getting dark really fast. Yeah. Like you can see the color changing deeply. I just heard him undo his zipper. <laughs> What's going on? And then start la <laughs> laying things out all over the table. <laughs> Are you still drawing? Well, both of you were, so oh. whoever has a relevant answer. I finished mine. Do you want to see what I, I painted? Yeah, I'll let's do it. I'll send you guys pictures. I got some colored pencils, but I, I have too much, like... I tell myself I have no idea how to do it, how to use them, so I don't use them. 
I don't know where to start. I was in a very abstract mood. Usually I'm not. In my painting, I'm talking about. Is, you the, is it on the Discover Magazine site? What? Where are you sending oh, it? I sent it in the um, WhatsApp. Oh, it reminds me of... Um, wow, that's trippy. <laughs> Leslie's mom made a painting that looked a lot like that. Are these fish? No. I guess they could, they kind of look like fish. I was just... They look like whales and turtles and penguins. I was just poking the end of the... the paintbrush. The other one gives me the creeps. Squiggles. Feels like it's very intestinal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. I'll show you the other one I'm working on. I hope I'm not being offensive. No, no, no. It's all interpretive. Yeah. It makes me want to turn over another one and <laughs> see if it's the same shape. <laughs> but I'm kind of like just like unsatisfied because of the fact that there's not an even amount no, I know. to satisfy the memory game. I know. I'm working on it. I'm trying to make everyone different. No, it's good. Oh, I see. That would be interesting. Mm hmm. hmm. Oh, you could. That would be a cool series. This is what I was painting when I was uh, doing my wine and sip when I was watching Painting with John on Hulu. Yeah. Nice. Did you tell, that was cool. Did you tell Rob about it? No. What was it? Oh. I forget what I said about it. Oh, it I just thought it was cool because um, just his stories were insane, but just hearing stories from someone else that I have no relation to is more meaningful sometimes in a way. I got a lot of quotes from my quote segment in my journal, in one of my journals. <laughs> Which one? Uh, just my daily one that I use. In the back, I have a quote section that I fill up. That's a, that's a good strategy. Things that resonate with If you, um, like, what would your perfect journal, like, the book itself look like? Um, I think a section for every day's task. Um. But, like, physically? Physically. I mean, kind of the design of a sleek moleskin with dots, because that's what I like to use. But then I sectioned it out myself, so... One section I have is quotes, one is daily tasks, one's affirmations for myself. Um, and one is like, um, instead of having like a vision board, I just have goals that I write down for every year. Or, and then, then in the, for the future. 
So just having those kind of sections and then uh, little slots to put in little memorabilia that I pick up along the year because I like to save stuff like that from trips. Like either stickers or like wow. Polaroid pictures or yeah. And these are legitimate journals. <laughs> Sarah has a strategy. Oh yeah. I'm very much one of those people like I don't consider myself a hoarder of big things, but like when I go on trips, I save a lot of stuff and I like to keep them in journals. You probably have some good journals. I have a few good ones. I buy one from when I was in Bulgaria. That one's a good one. What if you had a journal that was really big, like 600, 700 pages, you know, the one that you'd keep with you for a really long time? Mm hmm. Would that be a cool thing? I think so. It's just also having it be practical enough that I can carry it around easily to places. So I got one and I'm, I've been staring at it, sort of debating whether or not I'll start writing in it. It's this beautiful leather journal that the woman at the arts and crafts store totally upsold me. But, you know, I smoked a little and I was like, this is a cool looking journal. <laughs> oh, no. There are journals that I'm, like, too afraid to start writing in because I'm like, this is the perfect journal. I don't want to, like, ruin it by starting something that I don't like in it. It seems like uh, there's a fear of, like, that whatever you write in here is going to be kept for a long time. Mm -hmm. you know, the longevity of your, th of, of your expression. The eternality of it. And it's like, shit, I need to write good things in it, or else everybody's going to think I'm a stupid man or a woman. <laughs> stupid man. <laughs> Just a stupid man. <laughs> I don't want to be stupid man. <laughs> it's also so, like journal. It's a journal, yeah. like the one that I'm talking about. It's a nice one with like handmade paper that you can still see the like pulp. And I'm like, oh, my handwriting's not good enough for this journal. Because I hate my yeah. handwriting. <laughs> I have that exact problem right now. Because I have this journal and it's so beautiful. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's... I'm, uh, I'm going to lay it out for a second. In a way that's uh, going to satisfy uh, the people who have... Uh, Aesthetic sensibilities. <laughs> oh man, this is stupid but funny. Anything like a flat lay or something to take a picture of it? Uh, it's it's a little complicated because I I'm wearing headphones with the wire on them, mm. <laughs> so I can't move uh, as freely around the the room as I'd like to. But I'm trying. You guys can, you know, if you feel like it, continue your conversation. Hearing you struggle is enough conversation for me. <laughs> Wait, let me, let me, so, so, like, due to our conversation about the notebooks, I've, I just took out one of my notebooks that I have that was also like handmade and it's like too scary to write in and it was it was given to me by my good friend and I, I cherish it very much but I, I remember writing something in it and it's one it's one page it's 
It's the first page. It's like a sixth of the page. Okay? And I'm going to read it to you guys. On the eve of the age of 10, 23, I have reached the height of moral ambiguance and wretched decision making. Day after day, I find myself torn between two options that symbolize my past and what my future can hold, between one possibility and endless ones. Gaining knowledge, learning from others, experiencing myself from anew, versus what is uh, uh, what is right and committed to the values I learned from. This will be the first door I open towards the infinite doors we call choices. Wow. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> So young. I mean, it's deep. I don't know if it is, man. I don't know <laughs> if it is. All I'm saying, I th maybe what you can say is that uh, that this person could write well, or can write, uh, you know. Yeah, but it's not deep. It's just saying, I don't know if I should stay or go. I mean, what you're saying is, uh, like, you're in a situation where there are expectations of you and you're torn between whether to to live to the culture that you were expected to be or to, uh... Ah, you know, maybe you're right. Oh. Your own person. I didn't see that. Be your own person. That's what you're writing about. Are you, you don't see that? Read it again with that in, with that in mind. No, no, I agree. You're right. It's like, lately, the last two days, it seems as though I understand so I better, I understand him better than he understands himself. <laughs> I remember I like, got in your head like, a couple days ago. Yeah, you said something really tremendously, like, it was a great point, and I was like, shit, this is a great point. And then I told him, like, I think you know me better than I do. That's deep. When your friend knows you better than yourself. I hope to have a friend like that someday. It just kind of happens, you know? It takes, it takes some time. Mm-hmm. It seems like I'm still struggling with this, but I've definitely ch chosen the first option. Yeah, of course, to, to be your own person. Yeah. I'm looking through one of my old notebooks now. The one that I brought to Ohio with us. <laughs> and some of the things I wrote. Oh and like notes from our first podcast, or like one of the first podcasts. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> one of the notes. A supermarket called Natural Selection where you can uh, forage for your own food. <laughs> is one of the ideas we had. <laughs> I still stand by that. I, I do as well. <laughs> One of the notes I made is, Rob is speaking differently than the last podcast, which is interesting to see. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Rob, Rob is what? Speaking differently. <laughs> <laughs> like a different accent? <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> I think it was when I jumped in and you guys were doing like one of your um, fake commercials and I was like, this is too much to handle. <laughs> Oh wow! I can, uh, in, I can, I can feel that. In the back, I wrote, I wrote a list of things to make myself more extroverted when I meet people, and deep conversational questions to ask people. <laughs> so there, I did some nice stereotype, some nice stereotype stuff. Mm-hmm. But I will uh, forward it to the group. I put too much effort for this. There was no apparent reason. <laughs> Other than to say, like, this is the journal. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I don't want to touch it. I'm going to send you guys my journal. Just the whole thing? Every page. Page by page, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, that's one of those paths to getting someone to, to know you. It's like you say, okay, I read your journal, you read mine. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no filtration. <laughs> secret after secret coming out. <laughs> shit, shit, shit. <laughs> Fuck. But, I mean, how bad could it really be? Not that bad. If anything, it's things that I'm just scared of saying in person. Yeah. Awesome. Exactly, but then when they're out, what are you going to do about it? Gotta deal with it. Did you, did you draw this? No. I'm like, that's a light-skinned hand. That's beautiful. <laughs> that's a beautiful Even like rope-bound? Wow. No, this is, this is the notebook. This is the notebook that uh, I wrote one page in. <laughs> nice, man. It's a nice notebook. Yeah, and I I found a I found a note in it from my time in Oaxaca as well, <laughs> and it's a uh, it's a uh, I I lived in sort sort of a hostel. You had just different rooms, and it was a beautiful uh, space with the common area outside, and they would usually put fruits there like papaya. And people come in and out, and there was this one girl that I thought was really beautiful, and I think we had a really quick conversation. She's uh, British, and she's a she's a veterinary doctor, and she's going and she's in Oaxaca for a little bit to do some research. Um, so she's there for a bit, and uh, I saw her that she was sick or something. She said that she was sick, and I think I I wrote this I wrote this letter for her, <laughs> and I put it under her door. <laughs> Hi Charlotte, I brought you some water because water is important. And I brought some limes. You can put it in some hot water if you juice it. It's really good for your digestive system and general health. And if your stomach can handle any food, I have some fruits and avocados. Please take whatever you like. Your neighbor, Suhaib. And then between parentheses, S-O-O, Suhaib. Smiley. Oh, my God. <laughs> P.S. I, did not want to, I, did, I didn't oh, want man. to wake you if you were sleeping, so I wrote you a note. And then That's adorable. I, you know what's incredible about it? I go. I, you could hear I the total sincerity in his voice. Yeah. You, know, you could hear that there's like a totally innocent soul there. I go. Uh, I go to school, and then I come back, 
And she's, I think she's already left. She, and I see a note on the table. And it says, Suhaib. With this beautiful, like, uh, perfect uh, handwriting. A little cursive. Thank you so much for the water and limes. It was lovely uh, to meet, uh, it was lovely of you to think of me. Thankfully, I'm feeling a lot better uh, now than I have done over the past few days. Just in time for me to uh, fly back to Palenque this morning. I'm sorry that we didn't get a chance to spend any more time together. Enjoy the next of your time in Oaxaca, the rest of your time in Oaxaca, and wherever else you end up in Mexico. Charlotte. I said it to you guys. Wow, look at that. That's so true love story. These romantic, these romantic little stories. But there's, it's, it's romance and it's very, you know, platonic sense. <laughs> ah, man, he's a, he's a sensitive soul. Would make a fun character. Michael Pena would play him well. I mean, that or Luis Guzman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Luis Guzman is in a lot I of mean, things. You, you want to go for Aziz Ansari? And then begs the question. It's like, does he necessarily need to be swarthy? Probably, right? True. You can't cast a white guy. People go crazy. You <laughs> 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 can't cast a Korean guy, you know. <laughs> Your swarthiness is like it's it's a very important part of the character. Like, don't you think that scene from The Office where uh, the the Asian dude was there for Jim, like and he acted as Jim? <laughs> yeah. Like that's a that's a good <laughs> casting call. Like that's a good ca- casting choice. It is. Yeah, if it was black, it would be a very different story. <laughs> <laughs> no opposites. <laughs> All the gradients. Somebody sent something in our chat? Oh, yeah. I sent you the picture of the stack of notebooks that I used all at once. Oh, my God. Look at her handwriting. It's, it's perfect. And that, that says so much about who she is. Oh, my God. Man. I, I, I want to write like that. God, it'd be gorgeous. I'm just like chicken scratch. It's so <laughs> Sarah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Agreeing. Okay. <laughs> hey, look at mine. But her angle is so consistent. Her lines too, her like her indents. Her margin, sorry. Where is this woman from? She's from England. Yeah, man, you do another nice thing for someone, and a lot of people don't have nice things being done for them that way. Mm-mm. Like, I think for a lot of women, they just feel like whenever nice things are done for them, it's done with the idea that it's 
it's trying to win her favor, you know? And I don't think you often feel this sort of open generosity where it comes with no expectation. I can confirm that. Or also just like pure surprise when someone does it out of actual generosity. And if you're an attractive woman, you would live your entire life paranoid that that's the only thing people like about you. But also many attractive women use that to their advantage and abuse it. Yeah, but that doesn't change how, you know, they worship something that will inevitably fade and then their entire life will crumble at some point. But that's why they invented plastic surgery. What else? And then you essentially going, clawing your way into your into old age. Mm-hmm. People can look young forever. Took a depressing turn fast. <laughs> Doesn't that photo that I sent just feel like generic Instagrammer? It just looks like Indiana Jones to me. <laughs> cool little camera. The leather watch, passport. Cool. The passport. <laughs> <laughs> the privilege. That's <laughs> <laughs> so right. <laughs> She's so That's my privilege. <laughs> the nice pen. Yeah, I have exactly with the logo turned back so that you can see. That it's not from a dentist office. Did you notice my Mont Blanc? <laughs> <laughs> Mention my Mont Blanc. Sue, Sue, please. Mention the Mont Blanc. Make sure she sees it. The name's Arjun. Hey, or <laughs> He's like, the name's Arjun. Did you see the Mont Blanc? <laughs> <laughs> I find... No one's ever commented on it, but I, I feel like anybody who knows what they're looking at, I always feel like I need to justify that I got this as a gift from someone for free. I did not pay money. I did not give money to receive this, this, this pen. The pen? Yes. No, a good quality pen is worth the money. Yes, but this one is... Um, this one is an expensive pen mm. that you could probably buy a laptop for. Oh, mm. wow. Mm. One of those pens. Okay. The ones that uh, are like no, it has... We find it totally okay. Does it have like its own case? Yes. Okay. A box and a, and a leather little case that it has. And it has... It's made of a sort of titanium... Uh, ribboning or something it, it's called it's inscribed almonds it says meisterstuck mm. say no more it is a it's a meisterstuck i said say no more <laughs> <laughs> and what you did is you said you more said <laughs> i explicitly said you're disrespecting me right <laughs> now. Sarah lose her temper. <laughs> Say no fucking more. 
just like extremely triggered <laughs> by somebody not listening to her. The one time I pop off. <laughs> exactly. Scariest thing when on earth. Don't listen to you. It's like I do not command Sarah. It's like I do not command people to do things. So when I do, <laughs> I expect them to be fucking followed. I have heard that when I get mad, it's one of the scariest things. <laughs> Which I take pride. Yeah. Because it doesn't happen frequently, so. When it happens, people are like, oh no. <laughs> Shit! What do you get mad about? What was that? What do you get mad about? Uh, when people continually disrespect someone and they are my friend or me, then I just pop off. <laughs> Set them straight. Is pop. Is pop off the the preferred term? Uh, that's just what I use to say. Yell, sternly talk to them. Also, like, whenever, like, I confront people, I'm very good at not showing emotion. So that usually puts people off guard a lot. Is that kind of psychotic? Yes. But it gets the points across. <laughs> you know what else is psychotic? What? You can see the jurisdiction. You can you can see the jurisdictions changing, in about like the middle to the left of the frame, where it's like the string. <laughs> you have the horizontal highway that's kind of that has the white lights, and then the town jurisdiction said we want the orange lights, <laughs> so it had to. Just completely change the topic. <laughs> yes, that is kind of psychotic. Something about those blue night lights, or uh, what is it, lamppost lights, that is really jarring and gross looking to me. Not welcoming. Which ones? Well, no, just like in general. Like they have them on Main Street here. Yeah, I agree. And it just does, it changes the whole ambiance. Uh, you know, you should probably mention to old Deerfield, it's like, it has to feel like lanterns when you're coming through oh, here. Oh, yeah. You're totally ruining it with the lighting. That's one of the things I have on my list to talk to them about. Others that they're taking too many <laughs> trees down. Cutting down too yeah, many trees. Yeah, and they should not take old trees down. No. They never salt the wild Old sidewalk. trees are their history. I've had so many... You should take action. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've fallen so many times on the sidewalk that they're supposed to be salting that my butt has been, like, purple this whole winter, basically. Do you think the school would be want to be involved in preserving preserving it? Yeah, but Main Street isn't Deerfield's property. It's the historic Deerfield's property. So they can't really do anything. Uh, it's sort of... Yeah, but historic Deerfield would also... Like, Deerfield Academy is the big... I imagine that they have a slightly bigger bank account. Just a little bit. Than historic Deerfield. Just a little Just bit a more. Little. Not that much more, but a little bit. <laughs> and then they have uh, stuff like Rockefeller people who who have a little bit of money. Mm -hmm. But they're humble. They're humble. It's a humble amount. H humble relative to Mars. Yeah. Not that they have like an address named after them or anything, but... That's just the beginning of the iceberg.
Is Sporty Sue still here? Yes. Oh, Arjun. Yeah. Arjun is me. Is that um, Helga signing off? No. I do have to go in a little bit because I have a birthday party to attend. <laughs> a birthday party? Yeah. Actually, it's three different celebrations. Why don't we sign off and just keep talking? Okay, I'm in. I want to go get some water anyway. The stop? Alright, and stop. And stop.